Esports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Twitter's still doing its weird thing, but also hit us up on Instagram and TikTok. I've got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, head to see them to make them a, car, a part of your car buying process uh, by seeing them in Lebanon or checking them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And it feels like I've said this a lot of times. Speaking of injuries... Uh, the injury report for the Titans, actually not as bad or as lengthy as it has been in the past, but a couple of big things that came out, uh, Yeah, well, really a few big things, Zach, that came out yesterday with the Titans-Niners final injury report. Uh, one, Taylor Lewan ruled out with a back injury. Uh, he did not practice on Monday slash Tuesday and so he is out of this game. Also, Roger Saffold, who missed the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers with a knee injury, he is out due to illness. Uh, and then we found out later on that that illness is, in fact, COVID-19, as he was put on the COVID reserve list yesterday afternoon. Uh, David Long out, Laurel Murchison out, uh, joining Lawan and Saffold. But Zach, Julio Jones. Full participation, no injury designation. Number two is going to play tonight on Thursday Night Football after not playing or not finishing the game in Pittsburgh. What were your, What was your reaction to seeing Julio Jones with the dashes by his name, which means he's in there playing tonight? Well, I, I'll say I'm not surprised because I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't think anybody knows what the hell is going on. Right. I don't even think Julio Jones knows what the hell is going on. He feels good. He doesn't feel good. He can't play. He can't play. Vrabel saying earlier in the week, well, we'll find out Thursday, right? So you, we found out maybe Wednesday. But heading into this game, and then the Saffold thing is interesting. You know, COVID is running rampant all over the world and the country. You know, the good part is is it being less severe of an illness. But when it comes to the actual, you know, NFL and college football and the protocols, which are important, the protocols – it's it's unfortunate you play Thursday night this late in the season because you don't have the ability to get back. You got guys like Austin Eckler and Tyree Kill who are keys to their you know Travis their Kelsey. teams. They and and Travis Kelsey they could have the opportunity to come back and play on Sunday, but you know scheduling is scheduling. Saffold's not going to play because of the protocols. Lawan's not going to play because of injury. Still don't know about AJ Brown. And Julio Jones, which I'm sure we'll dive into, I just don't know how much he can give. Uh, he's not reliable, right? He, you know, he's the friend that shows up sometimes. He says he's going to be there, or then just bounces early, and you don't know where he is. Unreliable friend. That's how I kind of compare Julio Jones to this team. That's not a guy who's going to be in my wedding. That's not a guy who's ride or die. That's not a guy I'm inviting to a Christmas party because he's not reliable. And that's what Julio Jones has been. And uh, so sorry. I, 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 and I know it's due to injury. I know that there's a lot of things. 
but they just keep playing the back and forth game. It's a roller coaster. And and I, I think Titans fans, and we've seen it in the chat. I mean, I think we have the the ability, which is good, to see the true emotion of Titans mm-hmm. fans. I think they're tired of this roller coaster. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I'm just looking at the chat right now. People just saying they're over the Julio Jones thing. Uh, top tier on YouTube says, I can't even worry about what Julio is doing at this point. If he's there, he's in there. If he's not, he's not. <laughs> so just kind of well, accepting and, it. and when he's in, and, and, and D brings up, hey, D, what up, D? Tannehill doesn't even throw him the ball when he is at the party. So, like, I, I, that that's another thing, right? There's another caveat to this entire scenario that is getting paid $15 million this year as he – is healthy and then he's good and then he's not good and then he's good. Yeah, yeah. So just real quick, Casey says uh, if someone is on the COVID list, does that mean it's confirmed they have COVID? Uh, so how it works this year is that if you are on the COVID list and you are vaccinated, that means you tested positive for COVID. If you are an unvaccinated player, then you can go on the COVID list from a close contact. If you are vaccinated there is no such thing as a close contact for you so that's the situation so i i'm pretty yeah, it all sure... makes sense it's right it all makes perfect sense well, logical I mean, sense right but anyway Ridiculous. but so uh it, regardless that's how the protocols are set up uh there for roger saffold so i'm pretty sure he did test positive uh because i want to say he was he's he's been talking to the media without a mask on all season long and through back in training camp. So that means that he was vaccinated. That's yeah. How I mean, go you got to put together all these context clues, like the Aaron Rodgers saga that we saw of like, who, who has it, who isn't, who should we criticize? Who should we not? And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody gets it at this point in the year. And, you know, it, look, Roger Saffold will be missed, you know, regardless yeah. of that whole situation, Roger Saffold will be missed. He's a big body veteran that, that Brian Tannehill, let's just say it. I mean, they need him. But what happened on play one in Pittsburgh when it looked like Julio had a wide open touchdown down, you know, 70 yard bomb. He was wide open, but Tannehill didn't have time because left guard Aaron Brewer got beat. And then the running back couldn't get over there to help out like he was supposed to. Tannehill gets sacked for a loss of eight and three and out you go once again. So it is impactful. And and you mentioned the Saffold had going on the COVID list on a Wednesday for a Thursday game where if it was a played Sunday, maybe he has time to get back for that. I kind of feel like that's the same type of situation with Lawan's back. You know, he finished the game in Pittsburgh and maybe he misses a Wednesday, Thursday practice, but he is able to play on Sunday because he's had time to recover at this point in the year, but having a late season Thursday night game, that's kind of a bad thing. I've never thought about it this way before, I guess, maybe because I haven't had to. But you want that Thursday night game probably earlier. So those lingering injuries that pile up throughout the season where maybe you can't practice and your, your body's not ready on Thursday but would be on Sunday doesn't impact you as much if you play Thursday night in late September or early October. You're right, but the catch-22 is they give those early – games to bad teams right because you can't flex so you know the titans all titans fans i mean primetime games primetime game why why do the titans get to play jacksonville week three of the season every single year well now they've stacked up back to back to back you know winning seasons and playoff appearances and now you're going to get to play san francisco which is a massive market like green bay last year now it wasn't on a thursday night but massive market on a showcase night 
this is what you earn. You earn the ability. But uh, but you're right, Austin. It's it's tough this late in the year, and I think because of COVID, it just amplifies what we're realizing now. You know. Mm-hmm. Because more guys are out, and you need those guys to win football games. And late in the season, you get into must-win situations, as they are now. They're vying for a possible one seed, or they're vying for a division title because they get the Colts on their heels. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get to this first question, because I actually find this very fascinating. So we've got, you know, we haven't heard anything for sure about A.J. Brown being activated to the roster. That can happen today, still in him play tonight, and his agency, CAA, put out a uh, welcome back type of tweet, uh, which means that AJ has heard that he will play tonight. So he goes and tells his agent. So his agent puts out this promotional image of AJ coming back. So AJ and Julio in, Lawan Saffold out. What is more impactful for the Titans and Niners tonight? Having Julio and AJ or not having Lawan and Saffold? That is what we want to get your opinion on this morning, but real quick, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. So many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse. If you don't sell your property when you move out, which is a one-time transaction, it might be for you, it might not be, but you can create extra cash flows uh, by changing that property into rent estate and letting the pros at renters warehouse do everything for you. You don't do the work. You're not the landlord. You own the property, but they're the landlord. They find the tenants. They set the prices to benefit you. They go on all the maintenance calls and make sure everything's happening instead of you having to do that. So renterswarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z sports. We are powered by bet MGM. Download the app today, right there on the screen. Promo code ATOZ Sports, the king of sports books. Risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. So download the app today on your Apple or Android. That's BetMGM and use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So here's the question is what's more impactful for Titans Niners tonight? Having Julio and AJ or not having Lawan and Saffold? So what are the comments saying early on here, Zach? So uh, let me scroll back up. I think it's a good question. I, I really do. Um, Thank let's you. see. Uh, Steven says not having Lawan and Saffold. Christopher says easily the offensive line. Not having Lawan and Saffold. Uh, let's see here. Having Julio and AJ at the same time is huge from Derek R. So you get a well, little vote what, there. What did we lead the show with yesterday? Is that the Titans... Um, have four losses when they've only had one or zero of their big three offensive weapons. So they, they've only lost once when they've had at least two of these big three guys. And so that means, and that was week one against Arizona that you kind of can, can ignore a little bit because week one's wild. But now if you have AJ and Julio, that helps you out. But not having Lawan and Saffold is a big deal. And that's why we're talking about this. And Brent comes in and maybe foreshadows of what we're going to be doing in our pregame show because the impact is real. Brent says Lawan and Saffold out is a recipe for disaster tonight. Expect Tannehill to get sacked five times. If Tannehill's getting sacked five times, I don't think that uh, that's a a good outlier for the the win mm-hmm. column uh, in the scheme of things. Damon says the offensive line, Larry says having AJ and Julio, Julio probably just being a decoy. And we talked about that. They didn't have the luxury of that decoy late in the game in Pittsburgh. And then they didn't have that target. 
not the decoy on fourth and six. They had to go to Wis- uh, they had to go to Nick Westbrook Aquina. He doesn't have the. I mean, he, he just doesn't have the size, the physique, or experience to yes. get that yard. Yeah, and I think there was a big impact of uh, lack of open targets when it without Julio Jones in the second half of that game against Pittsburgh. I want to say before you answer, yeah. we had uh, the majority of them coming in have been the offensive line, but we have a string of AJ and Julio. Stanley says that, Marquis says that, Otis says that. Kevin coming in, Van saying that wide receivers way more impactful. Aaron, so I mean that was a string like seven in a row. Yeah, and then Rooney comes back with Lawan and Saffold, so I think it's kind of evened up. Austin, where are you at? So typically, uh, I always feel like the offensive line is way more important than wide receivers, and I've been over this uh, point, you know, handful of times in the five years we've been running this business. Is that the wide receiver is the most dependent position on the field that so many things have to go right for them to even get the football. But the offensive line is one of the main things that has to go right for the receiver to get the football. And, and these two guys on the left side are out. Now here's an interesting nugget though, too. The Titans this season are three and O without Taylor one in the game. They're also one and O when he's left early with injury. He missed the Seattle Seahawks game after having that pregame tweak, and they beat the Seahawks in overtime. He left the Bills game early on Monday night with that concussion that was really nasty, scary situation, and they won that game. The next week, they beat the Chiefs with a combo of Kendall Lamb and Bobby Hart because Kendall Lamb got hurt, and so that makes them 3-0. And then they went to the L.A. Rams, no Lawan that night, no Kendall Lamb that night, and Bobby Hart was just not bad enough to get the, the win at the LA Rams. So Lawan is super important, uh, but they have been able to figure out how to win without him. But here's the key with that. Roger Saffold was at left guard in all four of those games, right? Now, Roger Saffold himself has been in and out of the lineup battling injuries. There's been games where he couldn't finish or games where he missed a couple drives at a time, but they've been able to win without those guys. They haven't been able to win without AJ Brown and Julio. They've had uh, one, they, they've had uh, Julio for half a game and AJ for a half a game uh, in their three late, latest losses. And that's a big impact because they couldn't get past 13 points on the scoreboard because neither of those guys could finish the second half. And that was a big difference in that game. So I honestly feel like the bigger impact in tonight's game is having Julio and AJ back. Now, The San Francisco 49ers are really good up front. Nick Bosa has 15 sacks. That's scary. And (laughs) he's really good. But outside of Nick, and Arden Key has five. Eric Armstead's a really good player. Doesn't have a ton of production. But uh, I, I feel like if you can figure out how to slow down Nick Bosa, the rest of the defensive line is not that dangerous. It wasn't like it was years ago when they had like five first round draft picks on the defensive line. They don't have those, a lot of those guys. They have Nick Bosa and Do you Armstead. have anybody to to block Nick Bosa, who is a game wrecker? He, here's, here's where I put in this, because now with AJ and Julio back, you can keep Swaim and Pruitt in to help pass protect along with a running back. And with your top two pass catchers, 
you can run more three-man routes and still be able to have success because those three-man routes are A.J. Julio and, you know, the rotational other guy, right? I, and you I'll, can- I'll bring Julio up, though. You're talking about, I mean, how are you talking about Julio? Uh, I, I don't have a lot of confidence that he is anywhere close to 100%, and no. notoriously, he's not going to finish the game. But but what's the weakness of the, the San Francisco 49ers defense? They're back in. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, the front seven, that's the strength. Julio can't get to the back end. <laughs> well, I mean, when he lines, Zach, he, you know this. When he lines up outside, he's facing the back end corner who is lined up in the line of scrimmage. Don't be a smartass. Like like, but the, the, the secondary is the weak spot for the Niners. So if Julio can have 40, 50 yards receiving, I think you can, I think you can, that's successful. If A.J. Brown can have an impactful night, that's successful and have 80 plus yards or whatever it might be. And then, you know, wide receiver three or, or tight end one, whatever it might be chip in here and there. And you can, now the run game is interesting. Can you run on the Niners defense? And that's tough with Nick Bosa and without Saffold uh, because Aaron Brewer hasn't been great, but again, you're going to have to protect a little bit, but max protecting now makes more sense because AJ and Julio are available at least to start the game. So you actually brought up the uh, one of my keys to the game, and we'll talk more about this in our pregame show live from the mainstay tonight. Can they run the football? Yeah, right. That's I think for me is the target. If they can run the football, I think now AJ and a shell of Julio can be something. But if they can't and they get into passing situations constantly, I don't think you can slant the 49ers to death or to a win. I just don't think that you can do that. And notoriously, how much faith do you have in Todd Downing? I mean, we had a good comment earlier saying, can Todd Downing scheme up or game plan where Tannehill can get the ball out of his hands that quick? Do you have faith in that? No, I, I don't have much faith in Todd Downing really at all. Now, they have it's halfway like, of a rhetorical question, but right, I can't, right? right? But, but again, like this is how many times have we seen the Titans in somewhat of a similar situation where they're underdogs, they're counted out against an opponent, and then they figure out how to win the game because Mike Vrabel does some voodoo stuff. I, I you know, but that's, you know, they've done this several times over the last four seasons with Vrabel as a head coach. They've so my- won, they've won with worse tackles. <laughs> they've won with Tyler Merritt's. And I can't even remember the other guy's name in week two against the, the Texans and the Texans back in 2018 were a good team because they had Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins and, and, you know, JJ Watt healthy and Clowney healthy. So I'll say this. Uh, I agree with you. I think my answer is Ooh. AJ and Julio. And the Ooh. reason why is I think the defense will try to take AJ Brown away. I think they will force Julio Jones to actually do something, something that he hasn't done all year. And this is kind of where the experience of these practice squad guys that have been thrown into a role that they weren't ready for can come in and play more of the role that they should be playing, right? Mm -hmm. That's where I think Ryan Tannehill and running the football, can they run to the right side? Can they scheme up screen plays to pose as runs? I actually am more confident in that. Short passes to get Tannehill, get that ball out of his hand. A.J. Brown will have some yards. I mean, I, I, he's not going to come back and not have, have zero impact. But I actually think that the threat of Julio just being on the field, I, I know that he hasn't had much production, and the 
the Salvatore are uh, the. I think AJ Brown is salivating at the mouth to get back onto the football field and prove and go forward. And we'll talk about this in our pregame show. There's a lot of teases. We got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Can AJ turn the Rockets on for the next three weeks and get to a thousand yards? I think I, AJ I, I believes not, so. I, I, I don't care about that. It's can you win two of the next three games? Austin, you do care about that because if he gets 100-plus yards tonight, you feel a hell of a lot better about the Titans winning the football game. And he needs 100-plus yards tonight to even get close to that 1,000-yard mark because he's just under 400 yards away. So sure. that, it I, does I, matter, I, right? It does getting, getting you a thousand yards doesn't matter to me. He'd have to get like 370 over the next three weeks to do that. Right. And if you start with a hundred tonight or a hundred plus now you feel a hell of a lot better Austin about the Titans winning this football game tonight. If AJ Brown has over a hundred yards, correct? you know what I really care about? I care about AJ Brown getting the end zone. I care about AJ Brown being the difference on third and five from the 12 yard line and making a play to get in the end zone. than I do about him you know, making, getting a first down from the, the 25 to the 35 on your own end, right? I, I want to see AJ impact the red zone more than racking up total yards. No, I think I, I, AJ like, needs to impact the game. No, no, I, obviously. Uh, nobody's saying that he doesn't need to impact the game, but it's, you're just, I think you're he getting can catch way, a touchdown pass and they can lose 42 to 17. You're getting I'm way saying at, he needs yards. He needs yards throughout the course Zach, of the game. Zach, and I think that he can, I think that him coming back, can be a surge of energy for this offense that I do think is skeptical of itself. Okay. All right, all right. So the the Titans' offense uh, had plenty yards against the Texans. The Titans' offense had plenty yards against the Steelers and plenty yards against the Patriots. What they didn't have was touchdowns. AJ Brown didn't. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Without Zach, did you not? Without AJ Brown, they had plenty of yards in those three losses. They were playing from behind. Like know the nuance the, of the game. They they were. Playing from behind, kind they had a lead, first half lead against the Texans and a first half lead against the Steelers. Zach, they were playing from behind for the majority of the game for the Texans and for the Patriots. Again, they could not score touchdowns. In they the gifted half. the Steelers that game, right? We Absolutely. all know that they gave, they, they couldn't gave score them touchdowns. the game. So again, yeah, and thank you, Brooke. AJ needs to turn those field goals into touchdowns. Red zone has been awful. Again, in. Zach, you want to see AJ Brown go off because he's your guy, right? That's he's always no, been your no, guy. No, uh, that's true. I want to see AJ Brown go off because I think that makes the most sense for a Titans win. With the ball in AJ Brown's hand, there's less likely that Ferkser spits it up yes. or Foreman drops it yes. into the other opponent's hands or or Hillman takes it off and and drops the football. Or, or the, the bad snap. I have trust in A.J. Brown. That's the reason why I think him going over 100 years or, or yards and going off, quote-unquote, that helps the Titans win more than anything. Here's what I like. That's a problem. Here's, here's where I think A.J. and Julio, why, why I'm picking A.J. and Julio being back to have a bigger impact than Lawan and Saffold being out. Because I mentioned that the Niners DBs are their weak spot. Their two cornerbacks are Kawan Williams, who is at a 30-year-old corner who weighs 185 pounds at five foot nine. So I think AJ and Julio got that guy one-on-one, right? Zach, who is the other starting corner for the San Francisco 49ers? Do you know? 
Josh Norman. <laughs> so if and Josh Norman was smoked by AJ Brown in that game on Tuesday night a year ago, and then we all know what happened when Derrick Henry put him in the ground uh, on the play that never counted. But Josh Norman and Kawan Williams are undersized guys at corner. And we it, look, it could be the AARP matchup between Julio and Norman on the outside <laughs> to see which old man can be less old tonight on Thursday night. But that's a bit, if you can, you just got to be able to get AJ and Julio the ball early enough in the down where you can just slow down Nick Bosa with a tight end and a running back chip and maybe in hope that you know, you're in. Here's because the Niners' D tackles are. Uh, Contavious Street and DJ Jones, who's another Ole Miss guy that I'm sure you know, DJ Jones. DJ Jones is like a fire hydrant. He's not getting upfield. Uh, and Contavious Street weighs like 280. So you feel good about your interior versus their interior. It's how do you handle Nick Bose on the outside and then have not have Arden Key come from the other side and, and kick your ass too. Well, and that could be a possibility. Nick Bosa is an outlier on defense, right? The Titans don't have that. We'll talk about Kevin Byard maybe in the back half of the defense. But the Titans don't have a complete and utter game record. Nick Bosa is that. He can destroy multiple series, and that means that gives the football back to a pretty damn efficient offense for the 49ers. Jimmy G has been throwing lights out. When I'm talking about lights out, he hasn't been turning the football over and completion city. I mean, yeah. he's been very, very good. Austin, before we move on, I do have a side topic question for you oh, in regards cool. to Julio. How much do you think Julio can actually give this team tonight? I mean, I, I, I'm i cool with Julio over 40 yards. Like, if he can give you 40 yards and finish, I, the key is finishing the game. That's he what needs, I'm asking. That's a part and, of the question. And I think, and that's, and that's my answer, is I need Julio to be on the field in key situations late in the fourth quarter that because he helps whether he's getting the ball or not him being on the field helps in the first half uh, against the Steelers who had zero catches on one, on one target, but the Titans were moving the ball up and down the field and the passing game was efficient. When Julio went out in the second half, the Titans stalled out. They couldn't score any points and the passing game wasn't efficient. Him being out there helps. Everybody's saying 40 yards. Are you nuts? 40 yards. That's pitiful. 40 yards. I, I mean, wow. 40, 40 yards, yards could be three first down conversions. I mean, this is just the reaction from the chat. No, I know, but 40, three catches for 40 yards, that, that could be three first downs that are really important. And he needs to be, he needs to finish the damn game. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well I mean, we'll what see. do you want me to say? Like, you're asking me, like, I'm trying to be realistic. If Julio Jones gives you 40, 40 yards tonight, I think you consider that a success because hopefully that means AJ can double that. I, I know. I think the, the it's a hard pill to swallow for the what Julio Jones was thought to be. Let's and just so say that. The, uh, real quick, a couple of responses. Corey says a touchdown period. Oh, yeah. Expect a touchdown from a guy who hasn't been able to score one all year. And then uh, MB says you can get 40 yards from NWI. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but how about this? I, I think Julio one Jones. One is healthy. One is not, though. Right, but Julio Jones getting 40 yards could, or just being on the field could make those 40 yards from NWI or Chester Rogers or Ferkser or whoever else role player. They have more space because Julio and AJ are both on the field. That's the point. But, I mean, I know we say that he's a decoy, which, I mean, I, I'm, 
I'm not denying that. Even when Julio's been on the field, he hadn't done anything. Uh, like, you don't right? listen to what I say. But he, I mean, but I, he I'm actually, I'm actually with the chat of uh, whoever who said, I want a touchdown for Julio. I, that, I like, mean, you, you have seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, there you go. You're worth it. You're worth okay, it for today's I, game. Am, am I being like, or is the chat coming at me for being realistic? <laughs> because because that's what I'm doing. If you can get 40 yards from Julio Jones, which is realistic, I think that absolutely helps this, this offense. I think $15 million in a second-round pick, I think it's hard to be realistic. I think that's it. No, I'm not, I think I'm not saying it's your fault or anybody else's fault. I'm just explaining. You're asking? I think that's what where people because, are at this I'm late going in the season off, with Julio. Yes, you have to move the goalposts here. Like you can't just act like this is sept. We're we're having August and September expectations for Julio Jones. You have to have now expectations for Julio Jones, and now expectations for Julio Jones is forty yards. Because how many yards has he had in the last two games that he's played? Thirty-three. So if you get forty tonight, I think that absolutely helps you. So we talked a little bit earlier about game record, and I mentioned Nick Bosa. The chat went off and started to say, well, what about big Jeff? Jeffrey Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons. Well, you know, the NFL came out yesterday and kind of said, hey, Jeff is not as big of a game record when it comes to the Pro Bowl as others. Now, there's nuance to that. We'll talk about it. But I also believe there is something that everybody, I think Titans fans, should really open their eyes about about the Pro Bowl, which I don't think I would ever say, but I do think it has some meaning. I do. All right. I want to hear that, but first tell me about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. You've got that that Hyundai Palisade at the bottom of the screen. Man, it is Christmas. It's that Christmas time of year. It also about to be the new year, and new year, new you. That should be it. Or your family, you turn your family upside down with ditching the minivan and getting the Palisade. It's a full-size SUV with all the bells and whistles, including third-row seating, plenty of space, and it looks good. That is important when you're buying a car. I mean, you got to have a little bit of look. The best part is it looks good, it feels good, it drives good. Fuel efficiency out the wazoo. Wilson County Hyundai, go online or quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Go visit Payne Bone and his team. They'll hook you up with a great deal. Just say, hey, I heard about you guys on A to Z Sports. I want to test drive a Hyundai Palisade. They'll put you in one of those bad boys. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, BetMGM, download the app tonight. I've already made a couple bets. I'm not going to say them until the pregame tonight uh, on BetMGM. But download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. And, a, uh, and you get a risk-free bet with your first bet after you download the app and use the code and after you make your first deposit. So it's pretty simple. Download the BetMGM app. Use the code ATOZ Sports. Make your first deposit. First bet risk-free up to $1,000. It's a great way to jump uh, jumpstart your bankroll there. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. You must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problems, report called Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Zach, you've got uh, something that Titans fans should be paying attention to uh, when it comes to the Pro Bowl snub of Jeffrey Simmons, right? Well, no, it has nothing to do with that. That's a little bit later on in the conversation. I do think that, and we had this in the chat, saying the Pro Bowl is an absolute joke. I, I mean, I get it, right? It is a popularity contest. Understand what that is. 
But here is my theory on the number one thing Titans fans should pay attention to when it comes to the Pro Bowl this year. The team that led all teams with the most Pro Bowl selections was the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Jonathan Taylor, Ryan Kelly, who's their center, Quentin Nelson, who's their guard. They had three on defense, including DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, and cornerback Kenny Moore. They also had long snapper Luke Rhodes. We'll kind of put him to the side. But all, still, all those six guys are really good players, right? Really, really good players. The Titans, look, I think that if Derrick Henry were to play all season, Derrick Henry would have been one, right? So there's two. Jeffrey Simmons has played all year. He didn't get it. That They don't have a pass rusher also to get it in the popularity contest. Uh, Bayard was deserving, and we'll probably touch on that. Julio has been a disaster, and A.J. Brown hasn't been healthy. I think what you have to do is, could A.J. Brown of out-popularity the other AFC wide receivers? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Far I, I don't, numbers. I don't know. Uh, you have well, you have Jamar Chase, who is very popular, but he's a rookie, right? So and he's it, blown up. He's had. But huge if AJ numbers. Brown would have had comparable numbers, I think that would have been a tough one. I, I don't well, know. Yeah. I think it would have been a tough one. Well, if AJ Brown had comparable numbers, then he would have made it. Because well, that's Jamar what I'm Chase asking. I'm, yeah. So talking about the well, there's got to be an odd man out. Yes, that's why I'm you. I guess you right. Didn't AJ Brown. If AJ Brown and Jamar Chase had the same numbers, then AJ Brown would have gotten it. Because he's on a run first offense, and that's what he I'm, made the, made that's the what Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, so we agree there. Yes. I didn't think that that's what you said when I first stated it. So the Titans have no nowhere close to six. I think that that's something that the Titan that Titans fans should be paying attention to because the likeliness of them getting that number one seed is what Austin. Uh, I believe it's thirteen percent. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, 13%. Not likely. I don't know, and I would love to see this. What's the likeliness of them possibly facing the Colts in the first round? Well, I know the Titans have a 91% chance to win the AFC South. The Colts have a 9% chance of winning the AFC South. But what's the likeliness of a 4-5 matchup or a 3-6 matchup, right? Right, and so that, I think, is concerning to me. Austin, and... Any, anybody who's fans of the show, last year, I think I said this at least 10 times, 10-plus 10 times. I said if the Titans got into the playoffs, I think they, look, they they lost to the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson, right? He turned it on in the second half, and yeah. the Titans couldn't keep up. I said this 10-plus times. I thought if the Titans got into the playoffs and they played the Cleveland Browns, I thought they would kick their ass because they got their ass kicked previously in the regular season i'm flipping on this this season if the titans play the indianapolis colts in the playoffs they're getting their ass kicked the colts will win and the colts will advance i just have that feeling i think it makes logical sense i think revenge is a factor in the playoffs and i also think it's hard to beat a team three times in one year it's happened before we saw that in jackson versus the jags the first you know Super Bowl run that came up a yard shirt for the Titans. Well, the, but the but Titans that, beat the Jags three times that year. That's what I'm saying. It does happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are you not paying attention? Yes, I. Yes, uh, I. Am. But I, 
I think the Colts having these pro bowlers, I, the pro bowl label, I maybe put a little bit less. Well, but I think it tells you that they've got a good makeup of their team. Well, they, they do. They have the, the Colts have like star players and the, the, the six guys that you named minus the special teamer, the long snapper, the six guys you named are one, Jonathan Taylor leading the league in rushing two offensive linemen who are really good and, and have reputations. DeForest Buckner has a reputation. So does Darius Leonard and Kenny Moore has had a stupid good year uh, at corner for the Colts this year. So they all make sense, but Jeffrey Simmons makes sense. And we'll talk about Jeffrey Simmons in a second. Uh, he's got more sacks and more tackles for loss than DeForest Buckner, but he just doesn't have the reputation. He's just not popular enough. Right, which, which, why? Because you said the Pro Bowl label means a little bit less to you, right? The Pro Bowl label matters. The Pro Bowl does not matter. The game, the week, whatever, irrelevant. But being labeled a Pro Bowler absolutely means something. It means less, though. If I tell you that that guy made a Pro Bowl... That means less today than if I told you when you were seven years old sure, playing no, Madden 95 I, or whatever. But it's I'm not saying it holds up to the 90s or the early 2000s when it when it absolutely did. But that's did. why my statement is true. But again, correct. like it's but it, ask players, it matters. Whenever, no, 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 no. I said to me, and I think okay. to fans, players, of course, right? Because there's incentive and money and you know leverage for Stats, their agents. We're not yeah. talking about that. Well, I think you I think you have to. I think that's a part of why the Pro Bowl still needs to exist. The Pro Bowl needs to exist for the labels of stacking up players. Pro Bowls come into conversation when you're having to split hairs between is this guy a Hall of Famer or is this guy a Hall of Famer? Only one guy can get in. Pro Bowls are in that conversation, right? They don't they mean they, less today. But they are still a part of the conversation. And all pro, as Jamie and several other guys are saying. The Pro Bowl, all pro outweighs the Pro Bowl. And I think it has even, like, the Pro Bowl has gone down as it as it regards to labels of what it means to the common man, if you want me to. The, and all pro, that stature has risen. That has gone up. When you say a guy's all pro, your eyes, you start to see the whites of your eyes. You say, yeah, whoa, there's no, that, guy, okay. that guy was a hell of a player that year. Yes, because there's no AFC versus NFC. It's just the entire league when it comes to all pro. Um, but it but it means the, less to you, Austin. The no, I think being a Pro Bowl alternate and making it like if you're a Pro Bowl alternate and you end up going to the game, that means less. But if you make the initial Pro Bowl roster, nobody knows. I could pick something. I could pick somebody from a couple of years ago and tell you he made the Pro Bowl and he was an alternate and you would have no idea. I mean, that's the difference is nobody's educated on that because over the last several years, so many people don't want to play in the damn Pro Bowl or when they go to the Super Bowl, alternates step up. So I, I'm nobody knows that. They're not educated on it because nobody cares. Again, they care less. It doesn't mean as much. Yeah. I, yes, but but it is. it still is important for the fans because – Fans want recognition for their players and the pro bowl is a, is one way for their players to get recognition for how they've played that the fans are going after. That's it's the same reason why Titans fans listen and care about what the national media says, because fans watch Jeff Simmons and Harold Landry and even Ola Daney and as a special teams guy and say, these guys are having pro bowl seasons and they want their, feelings and opinions validated by those guys being named pro bowlers, but they weren't just Kevin Byard. And so Simmons got robbed 
Jeffrey Simmons absolutely got robbed. Harold Landry did not. Harold Landry got, uh, you know, he kind of plateaued slightly or fell off a little bit when it came to his production. Still a really good season for the Titans and still having a big-time impact, but Jeffrey Simmons absolutely get robbed. I think Jeffrey Simmons just hasn't gotten to the point that Jarrell Casey got to. You know, Jarrell Casey well, uh, stacked up so, some Pro Bowls, right? So yeah, he did. He made three in a row, I believe. So let's ask this question. Fair or foul that Jeffrey Simmons did not make the Pro Bowl? Fair or foul that Jeffrey Simmons did not make the Pro Bowl? Real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. It's pretty simple. When you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. That is over over a dozen doctors there at the Bone & Joint facility, facility that specialize in any type of uh, – of joint injury that you could possibly have bone and joint tn.org it is esports what are you doing tonight i'm sure you're going to be watching the titans 49ers i think a lot of people are going to be doing that and if you are going to the game it's going to be live in nashville make sure that you come to the mainstay it is a great happening place you could see party i mean this is uh this is a shot a little day game a little day action people are going crazy it is it is a great atmosphere to pregame. It also is a great atmosphere to postgame or watch the game. If you just want something to do on Thursday night and you don't have tickets, come across the street from the from Nissan Stadium. Maybe maybe your buddies are going to the game and you you want to tailgate, but you want a place to watch. Walk across the street from the tailgate. Come to the mainstay and get two for one beers from Mill Creek Beer. I mean, you can't beat that. Two for one on tap during an NFL game on Thursday night. Come on. Come one, come all. There you go. So the question is, fair or foul for Jeffrey Simmons not making the Pro Bowl? Real quick. Roy says, Simmons isn't doing too much? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Roy? If you're saying that Jeffrey Simmons isn't doing too much. Jeffrey Simmons has seven and a half sacks this year, which is more sacks than all the three guys who made the Pro Bowl ahead of him. He also completely disrupts offenses he has a lot of tackles for loss and is absolutely doing a ton so I, Roy I don't know what you're watching but uh, anyway Kyle says foul foul Brandon foul some of you guys don't know how to spell foul 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 from everybody we're getting a lot of fouls uh here I've not seen a fair yet uh ultra foul from chill mode foul from ivory haven't heard from Buckner all season really yeah I mean like Jeffrey Simmons has outperformed on the same stage. He's outperformed DeForest Buckner in two games. And then on Sunday night football, he had three sacks against the Rams where Aaron Donald did not look like the best D lineman on the field. So Austin, you say we haven't had a fair yet. I haven't seen it. Well, welcome to the show. Well, Roy, Roy said fair. So you and Roy, who says that Jeffrey Simmons isn't doing too much, you guys are in a boat together. Well, rowing that can rowing that I, canoe. Well, I just you and, threw you and I just Roy threw, in the same I, I threw Roy overboard. So I'm okay. the only one in this boat because my philosophy with Roy's is completely different. Also, could you repeat the question? Fair or foul for Jeffrey Simmons not being in the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. And that's why I set this up of what I thought about the Pro Bowl to what it is, right? You have to understand. I think Jeffrey Simmons has been a stellar player. But those, you know, it's like the Isaiah uh, Thomas clip from the, the last dance. I met the criteria. I just wasn't selected. That's just what Jeffrey Simmons was. 
He met the criteria. He just wasn't selected. And he wasn't selected because of the selection. It's because of what the Pro Bowl is. It's a popularity contest. So I understand why everybody's saying foul because they're looking at the play of Jeffrey Simmons. Yes, that's, actually, that's what you should do. <laughs> no, but that's not what the Pro Bowl does. That's why I say it means less is look at the ballot because nobody matters. I mean, it, 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 nothing matters compared to exactly how the votes are calculated and how you are selected. Jeffrey Simmons met the criteria. He just wasn't selected. It's it's so stupid because Chris Jones has not that had not had a superb year up to Chris Jones standards. We have seen Chris Jones play better. We have seen DeForest Buckner play better. Now, Cam Hayward, you know, is a different type of player. Look, all three of those names are big name Pro Bowl names, but Jeffrey Simmons has outplayed all of them this season. And when Jeffrey here's also a confusing thing on my end. When Jeffrey Simmons leads fan voting for his position, I don't know how that doesn't matter as much. Like maybe he's not a starter, but if he leads in one of the voting categories, then then what are the, what are the fan votes for anyway? Nothing. Well, I see they've changed the selection. It used to be a third of the vote was fans, was right? A third, I know, a third, like, a third. A third from players and a third from what? Writers or coaches? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. And then players. 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 Writers. And then fans. fans. But they changed it up because now it's social media based, right? They used to actually have you fill out a form on NFL.com and then they, you know, people weren't doing that. And so now they go with hashtags. That's why you see all these players, you know, put out their Pro Bowl selection and they basically have to, you know, get into politics for a couple of weeks to say, hey, vote for me. Yeah, they gotta have their campaigns going. So and if you and, and here's the difference, Austin, and this is why I say if you don't have the popularity, you're never gonna win. And if you gotta you need to be notorious in this league. It's like Tyron Smith of the Dallas Cowboys made the Pro Bowl. That dude has been hurt all season. And well, I, 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 he's a great player. Like Tyron Smith is a great tackle, yeah. but he has not been playing consistently. So it's and that goes to the Cowboys fan base and that goes to the push of the popularity. So don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I don't think I'm telling you anything you don't know, but it's I just, fair I, I, because the, the whole not, system is messed not, up. So the system's messed up. Therefore it should be foul. That's not the question you asked. It, fair or foul that Jeffrey Simmons is not in the pro bowl. It's it's foul. It's absolutely foul. No, it's not. Yes, it not is. for what the Pro Bowl is. You ask a different question, I answer it differently. Okay, all right. Well, I, I still, I think it's foul because the Pro Bowl system's messed up. That's correct. I agree with that last statement, but that's not the question we were asking. And, and Billy says we all know all Pro is what matters, but the Pro Bowl label being named to the Pro Bowl matters to players. It matters to fans. It's I don't still, think it matters to. fans. It does matter to fans. That's why as we're much. talking about it as much. I said as much, yeah, okay. you get... it, but it still matters. It still matters. Very little. It matters when you, uh, you see how bad the system is, like, right? That's the, the only thing that matters is how bad the pro bowl selection is. It's not the actual selection of the pro bowl of the player. It's just how the whole thing's set up. And plus nobody watches that damn game. Anyway, that game no, it's not about the game. It's about the label. It's about being named an all-star. And like, my it's... point is that the label means less. It's still it. And so Brian says, 
it's so it's our fault for not voting for Simmons. No, Jeffrey Simmons led the NFL and of interior linemen in fan voting and did not get the pro. He just is not the name yet. It doesn't mean that he won't, but DeForest Buckner, let's take a look at him. He played, he was a high selection, a top five pick, right? Of the San Francisco 49ers. It's a massive market in the NFL. He played some years that there and was traded, right? So they got compensation. So they were in the, he was in the news, right? Because of that trade. I remember when it happened too. And he's played well for the Colts, but he got it because of his name. Jeffrey Simmons just hasn't built his name in the National Football League yet. Yeah, it's still ridiculous that he didn't make it, in my opinion. But anyway, we'll move on. Uh, we're going to be on live a lot tonight because A to Z Sports is a game day. So only a couple times a year will we have a morning show. Uh, Luke Warshall will be live this afternoon for Titan game day morning for Thursday night football version. And then we'll have our pregame halftime and, and postgame show. What are you laughing at now? I'm laughing at Willie. I love this. You know, it's it's The Rock says it's that people's eyebrow. It doesn't matter if you're a Pro Bowler or not. That's that's kind of what the feeling is because the Pro Bowl, the whole thing is uh, kind of like the WWE. It's a little scripted. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Roy, Roy, what do you, what does Roy have against Jeffrey Simmons? Like Roy's like Albert Hainsworth is twice as better than Jeffrey Simmons. Like what is Roy's deal with Jeffrey Simmons? I so don't let's, understand. Let's Roy. remember Roy and let's just look at, you know, cause Albert Hainsworth had a very good start to his career, right? I mean, nah, that, he had a great, I said, very third, good. Not a great. I said very good start. I wasn't to his finished career. with my. He didn't have a great rookie year or a great second year. He had a really, or he didn't have a really good first second year. He had a really good fourth year, <laughs> and, and then, then he, he got dropped paid, off. Yeah, and then he got paid a million bucks and got fat. And hundred uh, million. million bucks and got fat. Yeah, excuse me, I missed a couple zeros there. Very important. But hundred million bucks and got fat with Washington, and then was never heard from again. But. I don't and understand I'm, what Roy's doing. And and Gmail Bay saying, you know, hating Big Jeff because he's a former Bulldog. Yes, I do have my opinions that he went to the trash-ass school that is Mississippi State, but that doesn't influence my opinion on what the Pro Bowl is. I thought he was deserving. I'm, I'm telling you this. I think that that Mississippi State player is deserving of a Pro Bowl, but that's not how the system works. That's all. I'm criticizing the system, not Jeffrey Simmons. He's been a beast of a man. He, I don't. He's not the same type of game record that Nick Bosa is, and that's what I said earlier in the year or earlier in the show. But he he can wreck a couple of like a, a series. He can wreck a drive. Nick Bosa can just wreck three of them. <laughs> it's just that's the difference. Sure, sure. All right, let us let us try to. Uh, God, some people are so strange when it comes to the conversation we've been having in the comments. I'm not going to show them because they've got a lot of bad language. But anyway, we will move on to the magic bucket here on this Thursday. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. Uh, Mandu is the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. So go check them out. Uh, it's great for your body. You can build functional strength, build muscle mass, target that hard-to-burn body fat without putting any pressure or stress on your joints. Maybe you're nursing an old shoulder injury, knee injury, back injury, where you can't lift like you used to. Don't worry, Mandu is for you. Mandu.com, your first workout's free, and tell them A to Z Sports sent you, and they'll take 100 bucks off that first month when you sign up at Mandu.com. Bet MGM, download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sports books. 
If you use that promo code, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. So if you start today, download the app and use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Let's get this party started on a Thursday. Hopefully, my co-host has that sticker ready. Magic Bucket game day version. And I do have uh, the sticker ready. I do. I was, actually, I, I, I was excited about it. I didn't know, but. Well, because I was off last Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So I was and like, so there was an extra week for me to forget or not forget. Uh, and so here's the bucket and, uh, my sticker is, is pretty simple. It's, it's the time of year, right? Oh, got to turn it up the right way from Santa. <laughs> so from Santa is going on the sticker here. So Santa's Santa's coming in a couple of nights. So there we go. From I, Santa, res- right? I, I was skeptical of that sticker. If it was just like a two or a from, you know, like, he's no, put on from that. Santa, but when it says from Santa, it hits, it does hit. Right. It right. Hits. Yeah. So from Santa is right there. On the sticker, I thought, you know what, this is the week to do the sta- the Santa sticker. But I actually did, um, I did order some new stickers this morning, so those will be in over the next couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. But you ready for the magic bucket? I am as ready as I will ever be. What did you guys do last week when I forgot the magic bucket was at my house and I was off? Uh, we actually played a fun game, random titan. Pick a random titan. And uh, we had a ton of comments, a really good ran- random Titan selection. I Again, I told you that earlier, but not even on the show. I wanted to play that game, and it went over very well. Oh, well, good. All right, so Magic Bucket time. Let's see what we're doing here. Okay, here. who is this for? You. This is for me. Okay, sounds good. Ah, damn it. I've already, I've already had this, so I, that's actually okay. I was going to have to suck on my thumb for the rest of the show, but I've already done that. All right, so again for me. <clears throat> okay, so this is something that I failed at uh, a couple times, so it, it we get to try it again. I have to make a sound of Zach's choice tomorrow throughout the show. Okay, I'm so we do not forget this. I am going to text myself. Yes, text yourself because you need to remind me tomorrow. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to double. I'm I'm going to be even more efficient. I'm going into Google Calendar. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) We're not forgetting this. Seven a.m. That uh, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Wow. Yes. Um, working on Christmas Eve. That's right. <laughs> uh, sound uh, for Austin. All right. I got that saved. We will not. All right. Good that. deal. Okay. <laughs> this one. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't think you've done this. I've done this and it was really awkward. You have to give yourself a sloppy wet willy. Ooh, I, I have not done this. It's not great. So you just gotta give yourself a big old wet willy right now. I mean, they can rip that up. Yeah, this one is done forever. No more wet willies for either of us. Putting your fingers in your mouth is It's nasty. so bad. It's so Ooh, I can hear it. Oh uh, god, that was gross. Because it's it's the ear closest to your microphone, so you can hear that. Oh. That's, uh, yeah, 
Okay. All right. Well, that's that's the magic bucket. <laughs> so now you can go get a uh, somewhat uneventful, but there's some event. I, dude, the eyeshadow thing. Oh, rough. Yeah, I missed that last time. I look like a zombie, dead president. <laughs> All right, uh, weird comment of the day uh, from Frankie. Uh, we need Steve McNair, rest in peace. I mean, like what? Like McNair has no, no, been. Re- it, it's more like 2013. <laughs> like McNair <laughs> retired in like 2008. Like we need Steve McNair would be like 50 something years old. Well, maybe it's maybe it's a hype machine. Maybe he would be the 12th Titan tonight because it's prime time. Who knows? Maybe. maybe I mean, I think maybe it's a general statement. So we'll 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 give that right titans fan the the benefit of the doubt yeah so rashid says are y'all going live tonight yes absolutely it's game day that's what we do we go live for a pre-game show a halftime show and a post-game show so absolutely we'll be going live the magic ear infection yes just make sure you go clean that out a little bit yeah uh oh uh, asad says i think frankie says that the titans need a prayer tonight so he's calling on steve mcnair there you go (laughs) fair there you go oh okay all right we'll see what mike vrabel has to pull out of his hat uh, tonight we'll see you guys at the mainstay for our pregame show so have a great start to your game day and we'll see you guys later on thanks for watching talk to you soon adios